my friend was really the last straw. I'm like, girl, what other quote do you need to read? What other dream do you need? What else? What other book do you need to begin to move in what you already know God has told you to move in? Hello, hello, hello. I'm your host, Tiffany, and welcome to the Excel and Exhale podcast, where we are all about embracing God's design for work and rest. E-Square connects with individuals who desire to excel in their God-given pathway, but struggle to do so in a very busy world. And we do this by having transparent and transformative conversations. So if you are new here, welcome and shout out to you. And if you are a returning listener, you already know I am super, super grateful Thank you for tuning in again. This episode is going to be amazing. Um, We are talking about all things relaunch and what to expect moving forward. I definitely want to take you guys through what has happened um, for the past six, seven, eight months. I don't even know how long it's been since you all have last heard my voice, but a lot has happened. And this episode is really going to give story time. So just kind of follow me here. And I know um, there's going to be something that encourages everyone who is listening in some way so let's hop into it um there is one thing that i want you guys to keep in mind about god god is very persistent this is something that i've learned um over the last seven to eight months like he is just very persistent and it's not it's not in a overbearing way it's he's persistent in doing good he's persistent in making sure you are in alignment with the plans he has for your life. Like as long as you are walking with him and you are his child, he is persistent in making sure you fulfill purpose. And I'll kind of explain what that has looked like for me, that that learning has looked like for me. And I'll do it through months and dates. So we're currently in the year, um, but I'm going to start from 2022 in August. So there's a book, it's called Driven by Eternity by John Bevere. And I have had this book for a long time, like maybe two, three years. It's one of those, you know how you have books and you plan to read them and you start reading it and then months and months go by and it's just kind of sitting there. That's that's what happened with that book. And I don't know why, but I remember in August 2022 seeing this book again in my dream. And it was the most random thing because this book was tucked away somewhere in my room. Like I, I have not seen it. I have not heard about it. I'm not doing research on it. So why is this book in my dream? Why am I seeing the cover of this book in my dream? Um, And oftentimes God will use dreams to warn us or to call our attention to something or explain something. So I knew, okay, this is something I definitely need to pray about and take into consideration. So after seeing the cover of Driven by Eternity in in my dream, I'm like, okay, let me go look for this book at least, because clearly there's something in this book that I need to know for this season of my life. And I remember kind of reading through that book and I finished it in a month. So this is August, 2022, I finished the book and I'm like, whoa, there was literally moments as I was reading the book that I would be in tears. And that has never happened to me before while reading a book that doesn't usually happen. But after I finished reading Driven by Eternity, that was when almost a year long um, fog around the pop, the the topic of purpose began to clear up for me. 
I begin to see purpose and destiny and fulfilling assignments and all of these things that sometimes we make very complex. I begin to see it not from a lens of anxiety or anything, but from God's eyes, like how he he views purpose, how God views um, destiny and us walking in the plans that he has for our lives. I want you guys to follow me because one thing about God, as you are walking with him and yielded continuously, he will not let you miss it. He's not going to let you miss out on what he has for you. As long as you are submitted and you walk with him, he's going to make sure you are in his will and you fulfill your purpose here on earth. Um, so that was August. And I finished that book. Now, at the end of September, I had another dream. This one was very vivid. I remember waking up like in a sweat, shook. I'm like, what is happening here? Um, the moon was like falling and the world was ending in this dream. And all I could think about was, wow, I never finished what I was supposed to complete here on earth. You know, all I could think about was, Tiffany, there were some things for you to do that you never did. And when I woke up, the first thing on my mind was the podcast. Mind you, it's been, it's been months since I've done anything with this podcast, you know, and to have this dream, I didn't even know what to make of it. You know what I mean? It was like, okay, God, how do I even come back? What do I say? What, how do, how do I get this thing started? Life has changed so much. You know, I started school again. I changed jobs. Like so much was happening. I'm like, God, how do I even pick the pieces back up to get this thing moving? You know, um, but that dream, I couldn't shake it out of my mind, even if I wanted to. I remember just thinking to myself, wow, what, what will I say on that day? What am I really going to say on that day when I'm asked, how did I service what I, what I was given to do? And so it was clear that God really cared about this podcast coming back out. Um, and so again, this is September, right? I start reading that book that I saw in my dream in August. Then September comes around. I get another dream, vivid world ending, so dramatic, but I wake up and I know, okay, I know exactly what this means. Something needs to revive within this, this podcast. Something needs to happen. And so that's, that's September. Um, I made up in my mind. I was like, okay, let me just use this month as a reset. Let me really take time to fast and pray and hear what God is saying about this season of my life and what exactly he wants out of this, this podcast. And I remember in that month, really just wanting to hear God, what do you want for me? And how do you want this thing to happen? I can't afford to walk in ignorance and act like everything is fine and dandy when I know it's not. And I just need strategy. Like I'm aware that this is, this is something you care about and this is something you want me to do, but I don't know how. So let me take this time to seek you because I know you said, as we draw to you, you will draw to us. As we call out to you and ask you about things, you will share with us things that we don't even know about. This is your word, Jeremiah 33, verse three. It says, call to me and I will answer you and tell you great and unsearchable things you do not know. So I was like, okay, that's what October is going to be for. And I remember one day as I'm breaking my fast, pulling up 
to probably Chick-fil-A, some drive-thru. I'm pulling up to Chick-fil-A and I get a DM from somebody on Instagram and they're like, hey, what do you think about this verse? Like this saying, what does it mean? I'm, I've been trying to, you know, they've been trying to figure it out. What does it mean? And the saying was, obedience is better than sacrifice. So I'm a little familiar with the story, but I wanted to make sure I went back and like read the text before doing any type of explanation, like reading it and seeing like what needs to be said. So in 1 Samuel 15, um, Saul is instructed to destroy a city that was full of wickedness, continuous wickedness. So God wanted that city completely destroyed. Saul was to go in and leave nothing alive. That was the instructions. But Saul decided to go and do half the job. Basically, he killed everything, but he kept the king alive. And he also saved some of the cattle and sheep. And then when he was confronted by Samuel, um, who, who gave him the instructions from the Lord to go destroy the city, he's like, hey, I did everything that God asked me to do. Um, I just kept the king alive and also kept the cattle and the sheep. But hey, we're going to give this to the Lord anyway. Like this is going to be a sacrifice to God. And so Samuel responds, what is more pleasing to the Lord, your burnt offerings and sacrifices or your obedience to his voice? Listen, obedience is better than sacrifice and submission is better than offering the fat of rams. Okay, so this happens. I'm reading through the story. I explain it. I don't think anything much of it until two days later, um, I get a call from my friend. Man, this girl, love her. She calls me. She's like, hey, I hope that God helps you receive what I'm about to say. And in my heart, I'm like praying. I'm like, Lord, if this is you, then make it clear. If it's not, then let me know. You know what I mean? Because I, I don't even know what is about to be said in this moment. But she starts talking. First, she prays, I believe. And then she's like, hey, God is saying you have been disobedient. Like he wants to bless you, but you have been disobedient. And you have not serviced well what he what he has given you to service. And she said a couple of other things, but that's the basis of it. Like, hey, you're walking in disobedience. God wants to bless you, but he can't because you're you're not servicing well what you were given to do. And I remember just sitting on the phone like, um, <laughs> uh, thank you. You know, like I didn't even know what to say. Because I knew in that moment that that was God. I, I knew, I knew, I just knew. And so she hangs up the phone and immediately I'm like, Lord, what? I'm sorry. You know, full blown repentance. And it's so crazy because that's when I, that's when I realized that the story that I was explaining to um, this person on Instagram two days prior that was brought to my attention actually for me. Like, yes, this, this person probably really wanted to know about, um, obedience being better than sacrifice. Like what does it mean and everything? But I believe God allowed that person to ask me to point out, sis, you are moving in disobedience. <laughs> you are doing everything, but what I asked you to do and just do well. I felt like David, um, when he was confronted by, um, I believe it was Nathan and Nathan was using a story about sheep to confront David. And David is there like giving advice on what should happen and all this stuff. Meanwhile, the story was brought to his attention to confront him about his sin. And that's how I felt in that moment. Like, whoa, that was for me. Like the scripture I'm breaking down to this person 
that was for me. Like I'm walking in disobedience. And honestly, I felt shook. I felt embarrassed. I felt like, whoa, God, what am I doing? But before those feelings could even settle in, God's love and mercy, is it, it just kind of took over all of those feelings because I realized like, wow, wow. Like God, like I said earlier, like you would not let me miss out. You won't let me miss it. You won't, you won't let me just walk in the wrong direction and completely miss out on my destiny and the things that you have called me to do. You are persistent in making sure I'm in alignment. You know, I'm thinking back to the dream about um, the book that I needed to, to start reading that started helping me see purpose from the lens of God, like how he views this, these things and being intentional with the days of your life, like knowing that at, at some point you're going to have to give an account of how you handled what you've been given. And then the next month, having another dream that the world is ending to kind of warn me and say, hey, girl, like this podcast, like <laughs> start it like relaunch it is you've already started it keep it going there's some things that I need to say through this platform that will literally transform hearts and lives but I need you to be obedient and so going from that I still didn't get it till me trying to fast like oh what are you saying you know what do you want to what do you want to do in this season of my life and him using you know that somebody to come and ask me about a scripture that was literally about me still didn't get it <laughs> and then days later um my friend calls me and she's like girl God is saying that he wants to bless you but you have been disobedient and so I'm like thinking back to all of these things like wow again God you were persistent in your mercy your mercy your goodness your mercy they literally follow us and chase us down you know I don't really know how to explain it but um it was a very emotional moment for me and after all of this that that a call from my friend was really the last straw. I'm like, girl, what other quote do you need to read? What other dream do you need? What else, what other book do you need to begin to move in what you already know God has told you to move in? Before I go into my takeaways, I, I again, I really just want to pause and highlight how merciful God is. Like he will stop you in your track and redirect you into his perfect will every single time, as long as you are willing. God is merciful. I tuned into um, a ministration not too long ago, and the man of God was just saying that God's grace and his mercies are really able to take your mistakes and make them look like a design, like make it look like all your mistakes were the design this whole time. And I'm like, yo, that is so true. Even with this podcast, you know, we're back now, and we got like this mini at home studio, um, you know, website out, YouTube, all of these things. And it looks like, wow, OK, that's what Tiff has been doing this whole time, you know, building and getting this stuff ready. But in all honesty, God was able to help me do in a couple of months something that I struggled to do for over a year, like God's mercies stepped in and made my mistakes look like the design. I was reading through the book of Colossians and at the end I noticed something um, and I was led to share that here as well. So I'll, I'll go ahead and hop into the story. I believe the man's name is Archippus. I think that's how you pronounce it. But 
He was mentioned in Colossians 4 as called by God for a certain work. And this man, he clearly needed some type of encouragement to do the work that he's been called to do because I'm reading this letter like, why did they single him out? Why did Paul, why did Paul mention him like this? Colossians 4 verse 17, Paul is telling Archippus, he said, see that you fulfill the ministry that you have received in the Lord. Again, I'm reading this and I'm asking myself, why did they point him out at the end of this letter like this? Like what, what was it? You know, could he have started doing the work that he was called to do by the Lord, but maybe he got distracted. Um, maybe he got overwhelmed. Maybe he got burdened with the things of life or um, maybe he began to become discouraged or whatever the case was, it was evident that God saw it fit for him to get this encouragement from Paul through this letter. And I believe that encouragement that was given to him um, wasn't just for him, but it's for everyone else who will read it and hear it, um, who has been called by God. And, you know, I just want to encourage you as well as a fellow co-laborer in Christ that you see to it that you fulfill the ministry you have been given by the Lord. And it may look different. It will look different for everyone. You know, for some people that's starting that YouTube channel, it's writing that book. It is leaving that job and going into the industry that God has called you to go into and made clear to you, um, whatever it is, whatever the service ministry or work that God has called to you, you to do, um, I want to give you that same encouragement that see to it, see to it. You may have become discouraged. Life may have um, thrown so many different things your way. You may have took a break and forgot all about it. The vision that you, you have been given. Um, but whatever the case may be, see to it that you fulfill the ministry you have been given in the Lord. Okay. My takeaways. Let's go ahead and get into my takeaways from this hiatus, from this time. Um, and it's three, three things. The first one was, or is, <laughs> to move with what you have been given, understanding that soon you will have to give an account um, of what you did with what you had. Two, God's design is for us to excel and exhale, but our disobedience can stand in the way of that. And the way God showed it to me was like, imagine a water hose, right? Flowing, gushing out water. And you take your hand and clench the middle of the water hose. And then now you're wondering why the water is not flowing out as it should. That's literally what disobedience is. It's standing in the way of your own blessings, of God's flow in your life. Kind of like what he told me, like, hey, I want to bless you, but you were moving in disobedience. And so there's not much that can happen here. There's something he told Abram. Um, he told him, and I believe that's Genesis 15, 1. It says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision saying, do not be afraid, Abram. I'm your shield. Your reward for obedience shall be very great. So again, his reward was attached to his obedience. So no obedience, no reward. And that's basically, again, what's happening um, when we move in disobedience. We are stopping God's flow in our life. Okay. And number three. Do not despise the small beginning. Some encouragement God gave me um, came from Zechariah 4, and it's where he talks about um, not despising the small beginnings because he delights in seeing the work begin. He delights in 
the brainstorming process and you learning how to set things up. He delights in the planning and all of this stuff that what looks small to you, God literally looks at and smiles. He delights in seeing you start the work that he has called you to do. So do not despise the small beginnings. Um, One thing that from Zechariah 4 as well um, that encouraged me is that the Lord is the one who's helping you do the job. You know, it won't be by power or by might, but it's going to be by the spirit of God. And yes, you will have to put in some effort. Um, You will have to be willing to do, do some work as well. But at the end of the day, the impact, the growth, and all of these amazing things that will happen from what you're doing, it's not going to be by your power or your might, but it's going to be by the spirit of God who is in you and working through you to fulfill um, the plans that God has already put in place. One thing that really helped me was taking the text and putting my name in it so that I can really meditate on the truth until it becomes real to me and I can walk out that truth. So for example, I took Zechariah 4 verse 7 and I said, nothing, not even a mighty mountain will stand in Tiffany's way. It will become a level plain before me. And when Tiffany sets the final stone of this work in place, the people will shout, may God bless it. May God bless it. So take some scripture and encourage yourself by putting your name in the text and letting it really sink deep into your heart until you begin to walk out that truth with all confidence. This relaunch is is just so personal to me for so many reasons. I believe one is because now I really see it as not just a hobby or something I do for fun or optional, although hobbies are important. I know that this is really about eternity and um, I want to be able to give an account for what was placed in me um, and what I did with it. How did I multiply? How did I service well the vision that God gave me? And so yeah, it doesn't feel good at all to be corrected. You know what I mean? But the Bible tells us that God corrects those he loves like a loving father. Um, and he also tells us that he longs um, to show us mercy. He delights in showing mercy. He delights in showing mercy. You know, his mercy has the ability to take what we have lost through our disobedience and restore it, literally restore to us what we lost by way of our own disobedience. That's the mercies of God. And I've seen it. Um, and so, yeah, just be encouraged. I hope this blessed you in, in some type of way. Remember that the Lord who has called you is faithful and he will do it through you. Like, yes, you are the vessel. Yes. You have to do some things. You're going to, your effort is required. Your obedience is required and all of this, but the one who called you to do whatever that vision is to do, whatever that assignment task is he is faithful and he will do it through you. I definitely want to say a quick word of prayer for two sets of people. Um, One, you may be listening to this and saying, yo, like Tiff, this is me. You know, I know what God has asked me to do, but I kind of just got caught up in life or um, just wanted to just move in my own way or I just didn't know how it was going to happen. And you you found yourself moving in disobedience in this season of your life. Again, I want to encourage you that God is faithful and he is merciful and he delights in showing you mercy. So just say this quick word of prayer um, with me. Lord, forgive me for every time I have stopped your flow in my life through my disobedience. I repent and receive your mercy and help to forget the former things and begin to move forward. Show me the path to take according to your word. In Jesus name. Amen.
Now, my second set of people, you know, what I shared here is just some of the benefits of making Jesus your Lord and Savior. So you're probably listening to this and you're saying, hey, I don't have a relationship with God. I don't even know where to start. Um, Because the truth is you cannot excel and exhale in your God-given pathway without God, the pathway maker himself, you know, and um, one of the reasons Jesus died is so that we can have a rest both here on earth and in eternity. And we can begin to walk in all of his promises and live a, a fulfilled life so that we can have life more abundantly in him. And so if that's you, definitely join me in this prayer. Father God, I recognize that I am a sinner and I can't do this life on my own. I believe you sent your son Jesus to die for me. And I accept him into my life as my Lord and personal Savior. I receive the gift of the Holy Spirit to help me in this journey. And I thank you in Jesus name. Amen. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, I love you guys. And I hope you were encouraged and blessed by this episode. Do not forget to check out our website, excelexhale.com. And do not forget to share this with someone or leave a comment, leave a review all of the things. Um, Love you all and catch you in the next episode.